0: Understanding who you are outside of the community too, like who are you when like alone who are you like wow. just, like, you know when, when I'm just sitting here present What do I feel? What is my intention? What do, what do I have the inkling to do? What do I you know? What is my what do I what is my purpose, you know? Uh, I've got a saying that I say all the time let the butcher be the butcher let the baker be the baker, you know and, exactly. and that just means that everyone in society needs to be do their calling find their calling be honest with yourself look inwards you know through self-awareness finding what will make you happy what you're what you are even when no one's around even when no one's looking what are you happy doing it's 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 all about challenging yourself you know and through those challenges like understanding yourself better
1: Welcome back to Chris Dyer's Creative Friends, the super awesome YouTube podcast show where me, your artist friend, Chris Dyer, talks to his super awesome creative friends. So on this episode, I am in Denver, Colorado, and I'm talking to my good old friend, Vincent Gordon. Woo! Vincent is an artist, a painter. Uh, if I have to use words to classify him, which always sucks, he's a psychedelic pop artist and uh, how you doing Vincent?
0: I'm amazing Chris. I'm amazing. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me over in your house in beautiful Denver. Uh, how long have you been out here?
0: Uh, so I originally moved out to Colorado in the early 2000s.
1: Oh wow, that long huh?
0: Yeah, but I uh, went out to California for a little while after that and then uh, moved back here like eight years ago.
1: Okay, but you're from Chicago originally? Chicago
0: originally, yep. yep.
1: Nice. How, what's the difference between Chicago, California and now Colorado? For the, uh, I don't know, living, but mostly about the art. The art scene? Well, since I left Chicago, Chicago's
0: exploded. Chicago's an amazing city for art. Mm-hmm. Um, they've invested tons of money in infrastructure, beautif- you know, beautifying the city. Um, as far as like the West Coast goes, they got love for the art too, but it's a little bit more casual out there, you know. in my opinion. I had to leave San Diego uh, personally because... It was kind of more like vacation mode, you know. So like when I moved out here to Denver, like eight years ago, nine years ago, it started getting way more serious, you know. Um, I moved out here to be more centrally located, you know, because I tour usually in abundance. Uh-huh. Uh, this last year and a half has been a little different, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been good. The uh, art scene out here in Denver is amazing. Um, it's huge, huge, huge community. Lots of murals. Very, very open to crazy murals, wild stuff. Um,
1: like art scene in general, but also yeah. the psychedelic art scene. Yeah, oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the um, the Rob the Art Museum group that I work with, uh, we actually have, have a city contract, and we we do a. An annual festival called uh, the Black Love Mural Festival. And uh, this is going to be the second year we're doing it this year. Uh, And, you know, we have the blessing of the city. We do it right in the Civic Center Park, uh, right here in Denver. Super awesome, totally free for the whole community, very family oriented. You know, people can come out, you know, and uh, artists of all, you know, walks of life and uh, talents, like skill levels. You know, people that are just kind of like just starting out a little bit, just trying to get their stuff together, people that have been, you know, living off their art for a long time, like me. Um, you know, so it's really great for community building. Um a big part of what I do in, in the art community is building the community. Collaboration is a huge 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 part of what I do. Um you know, as you're walking around, you probably saw many collaborations. Uh
1: Yeah, totally. And our pending one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hope so, we get
1: down the line yeah, eventually.
0: Very excited about that. Very excited about that.
1: So Denver uh, or Colorado in general has become this hub of like visionary psychedelic culture It almost seems like if you want to make it in that scene you come here Do you find maybe like now there's like too many of the same flavor here? Has it become saturated as somebody who's been here for a long time has it made it better or more challenging? Or you're just so established that it doesn't phase you um,
0: So I would say never say there's too many artists ever 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 uh, the more, the merrier, uh, you know, a big part of what I do is training artists to be professional artists and to live off their art and make a sustainable living from their art.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, I will never say that it's a bad thing, <laughs> you know, or, uh, I'm intimidated by it. Uh, if anything, I'm inspired by it, you know, um, I love the collaborative uh, aspect of the community and, uh, when the more artists, the merrier really, when it comes down to it, you know, um. And everyone has their own unique voice, you know? Uh, and that's what I tell a lot of young artists coming up too, like, you know, find your own voice, be honest with yourself, you know, don't, don't try to do art like Chris Dyer or, or like Vincent Gordon, do art like yourself, be true to yourself, be authentic.
1: Right, finding your voice is almost like the most difficult thing sometimes. Right,
0: right, right, finding your voice and how to uh, coordinate that with your style, you know, and how, how to have your messages uh, be clearly heard as well.
1: Right, totally. So you're telling me you teach also? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, workshops or...
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even non-formally, you know, just, I have artists calling me, hey, what do I do about this? Uh, what, what can I do about this? What would you do in this situation? You know, and uh, that's a big part of what I do, you know, being available to, to people. Even random people I don't even know on DMs and shit, you know, like people hit me up and ask me shit. I, I try to get back to everybody.
1: Right, know? totally. Why not help a, a fellow creator on their path to finding their fucking bliss, as all of us, which is the communal goal. Um, So at the beginning of the shows, I always like to ask, because er, almost every person on the show, pretty much all all of them, they're all friends of mine, and I like to uh, ask if they remember where we met. You remember where we met?
0: Oh, shit. Fuck. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely, probably at
0: a festival somewhere. Right. <laughs> Definitely well, the at a festival event
1: that I remember is Chalice. Chalice. In Southern California. Yeah. You were with your brother. Yeah. You had your booth, That's it, yeah. and I had my booth, and I was walking around, yeah. and then you were there, and it's like, "Yo, I'm Vincent Gordon." And it's like, "Oh, cool!" Like I knew your name, but I didn't know what you looked like. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, I'm uh, good like that. I like to put the art forward first. You know, I, I don't always. Put me up there front and center because it's not about me necessarily it's about
1: right because if you sell it with your beautiful face you are not unfair to, <laughs> to the rest of you're us using me for <laughs> <I get less. laughs> totally um so you were doing a lot of like weed festivals at the time yep do yes. you still do that
0: um well there's no festival no one's doing nothing right now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm very heavy uh in the industry um and for me, it's a lifestyle type thing. You know, I've been doing uh, marijuana propaganda since I was in high school. You know, like, coming about with cannabis and stuff like that, the first thing I thought was, like, everyone needs this. You, <laughs> you know? smoke weed? I, I tried it. This is my first time. This is my first time. <laughs> um, but, uh but yeah, so like very heavy in the cannabis community. Um, and it's very much uh, a, a cultural thing for me. You know, uh, I was a very, very angry, very violent, very uh, intense person growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Grew up with h- harsh circumstances as far as uh, the violence I was exposed to and stuff. And I used to play that shit forward a lot. Cannabis helped me transition into a peaceful, loving, aware person, you know, uh, trying to be my best always, you know, and I found that piece, uh, you know, through the herb, man, you know. And mm-hmm. so automatically, like, I could maybe send you a little old school sh- shit that one of the homies sent me. It was a picture of an alien wrapped in an American flag standing on the earth. And there's a ghetto ass weed plant over the earth. And it's, it says SFA. And that was, that was my campaign back there. Smoke freely America.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and what year is that?
0: Oh, shit, man, this is probably 90 six, 97.
1: Beautiful. You
0: know, so
1: you've been keeping it real with herb and believing in its true medical calming essence that it has for some. Um, not for me all the time, unfortunately. Like it makes me paranoid and too anxious and it, it makes me vibrate too quickly. Too much, and yeah, a little I'm, hummingbird, I'm,
0: a little hummingbird, you're right. right. You smoke the indica though. You know.
1: Right, or, or, or something very like 50-50 CBD. Then I get the body buzz without my mind going crazy. Um, but, uh, but as I was saying, like you've been believing in this medicine for a while before it became cool and accepted by the mainstream. Okay. Now that the mainstream has embraced it, um, how's your feelings about it? Do you think it's going to be coerced and turned into the next Coca Cola? Or you're just <laughs> happy that Coca Cola? It's, yeah. Or is uh, it, are you just happy that it's like you know allowed now without less negativity sh- uh, shown on it?
0: So that's the number one thing. The the imprisonment. Uh, you know, and especially of minority communities, you know what I'm saying? The first time I caught a charge, a cop put some shit on me. I was a, I was a kid in high school, you know what I'm saying? And like, that was an intense moment for me, you know what I'm saying? And that changed how I perceive like policing, how I perceive society, you know what I'm saying? And so that put, you know, that I've always been cha- a challenger. You know, I challenge my own thoughts even, you know, I, I like to be a critical thinker. I like to challenge myself, I like to challenge my community. I like to challenge others. Once I started going down that thought process, it was my thought, my what, the way I was challenging myself was different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so the the, the policing of the herb and the you know the freedom of that like Peter Tosh says you know I don't I shouldn't have to jump no fence you know what I'm saying like right. you know you got to legalize it and uh He
1: got beat up badly for this line right his life Right. It.
0: And a lot of us have. A lot of us have, you know. I mean I've had cops at my house with guns pointed at me like I'm a criminal for 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 growing medical marijuana and shit, you know what I'm saying? I've been through all sorts of crazy shit with the herb, you know, but it's still like you got to balance your relationship with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh you know, now I, you know, I use it as a tool. I use it, you know, I t- you know, sit back, check out the paintings, smoke one, relax, you know, chill out with know. intention and conscience.: Yeah, 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 this is my first smoke of the day. you know that's yeah. why we're running up in it. Yeah, I've been yeah. busy all day, bro, you know what I'm saying? So nice. you know. Um.
1: Give me a little puff.
0: <laughs> bro, I never share a fucking blunt, bro.
1: Oh If you want to <laughs> keep it for yourself, this is just for you. Okay, just for you. <laughs> blessings, blessings,
0: blessings. This is on this is on fucking camera, my my man. I'm sharing. I'm gonna
1: pull out Elon Musk here. <laughs> my ninja by the by the crypto, blessings by the crypto, my guy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So you were touring a lot when before COVID, when things are happening. You're doing a lot of uh, weed uh, festivals or uh, you know trade shows. But also music festival, visionary art. Like, what's your relationship with like the visionary art community? It seems like you're kind of like close to it, but not quite. Right? I mean, can I hang out with you guys? Oh, good. <laughs> hell yeah! I don't want put, to be put in a box. I've been placed in a platform, and I rock it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm also like street and skate, and yeah. like we should all be friends. But yeah, yeah. I, I was just wondering, what's your relationship to that scene, which is very strong and? I, I
0: joke like that because it's like I consider myself. Uh, I, I have my own visions. You know what I'm saying? It's not fractals and fucking the same as everyone else's shared vision that they share. This is my vision. Mm-hmm. So I am a visionary artist. It's you know what I'm saying? You know true. what I'm saying? So it's like but I have my own vision, like I was talking about earlier, you know, and, and you know, I can go and you know, paint fractals and do the same sacred G shit that everyone's doing, but that's not necessarily me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I have it sampled in some of my pieces and it and it's usually used ironically, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm uh i can walk you through a little bit of that stuff in some of my pieces too um but yeah it's they're, the hum, they're my homies you know saying the visionary squad is that's you know i love it you know, I, you know you'll know you see it around the house as well you know because i like to support family. i like to support you know artists
1: right you were part of my uh, galactic dude uh toy sh- uh, show group show that i did like a couple years ago in boulder and that was mostly visionary artists where were you at the time? Cause I don't think, I can't remember you showing up. Oh yeah, show. I didn't,
0: I wasn't able to make it to the show. I think I was out of town okay. touring. Yeah. Um, and honestly that's why like kind of COVID was, forgive me for saying this, like a blessing, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I used COVID, uh, to teach myself new trades, to, to take different opportunities, you know, uh, you know, take some time to, to grow interpersonally, you know? Um, so I, I was blessed you know, I didn't understand it at first, but I was blessed by this, uh, forced pause mm-hmm. because I've been going, right. I've been going, I understand. you know, I've been, I've been, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. um, and so like forcing this pause was, uh, was amazing, you know, enforcing and, and this little homesteading and like, you know, unfortunately I've ended my relationship during this stuff too, which kind of caused a lot of other transitioning, but, um, Finding, you know, true self in like you're, you're fine-tuning yourself is, is um, priceless.
1: Right. The spiritual evolution that we've all been uh, forced to right. go through right. Right. on its own right. had mad purpose. Right. Uh, the collective... Um, Evolution and perspectives of who we are in relationship to others, as a community, and the way we treat others, uh, and minorities, etc. Everything's reshifting and yeah. going all over the yeah, place. Yeah, a lot of shit got shook up. And then shit. there's our careers. Like, I'm like I was, I'm forty two, and I was yeah. doing all I'm, these I'm 39. festivals. I'm thirty nine. Right there with,
0: with you. <laughs> what's your age? Thirty
1: nine. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting up there too, yeah. and I'm doing all these like festivals with, uh, you know. Kids in their twenties who are like super faded the festival and I'm doing murals, and I'm like, "What does it all mean? Like, you know, am I gonna do this forever? Am I actually truly helping the world by doing this, or am I just kind of like an a, like an entertainment at a party, a jester, right? Like a, <laughs> a like an art clown? As like oh, here I'm the art clown doing my little magic trick, and then I move on. And wh- wh- what was the, what wh- what did that all mean? And it, everything has meaning. And you meet people, you make connections. Everything has something good in it but it was good to kind of stop and be, and redirect and be like what do I really want? Yeah, what am I
0: without all this noise? Right. Without all this noise? Right. Without, without all this distraction? All that shit, without, or or you know, even
1: the cool guy at a place where he thinks you're like famous or relevant or important because of their perceptions of blah, blah, blah. I mean, you're important to me, brother. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what matters, you know, who you are inside, how you observe yourself, and not the external perceptions. But that's kind of like the the Mara, the Maya, the, the illusion of life we find ourselves. We're always trying to observe ourselves through the eyes of others, especially through social media, which is like presenting an image and whatnot. And those things sometimes have to be thrown down to the ground to re-
0: restructure. structure I mean, We're all thrown in our houses without any of that stuff, you know, without like, not even seeing our best friends and stuff a lot, of, you know, for a lot of the year, you know, which was intense, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like understanding who you are Outside of the community too, like who are you when like alone? Who are you like like, you know when when I'm just sitting here present? What do I feel? What is my intention? What do do I have the inkling to do? What do I you know? What is my what do I? What is my purpose? You know, uh I've got a saying that I say all the time Let the butcher be the butcher let the baker be the baker, you Mm -hmm. know What does that mean? And that just means that everyone in society needs to do their calling, find their calling. Be honest with yourself. Look inwards. You know, through self-awareness, finding what will make you happy. Right. What you're, what you are, even when no one's around, even when no one's looking. What are you happy doing?
1: Right. I'm well, happy well, making. Like, well, I'm man, happy being doing authentic. This.
0: You know. Yeah. Being yourself. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, find find your craft. Find your 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 calling.
1: But you were already doing it. You were already rocking the art. But you you mean like maybe now you're like, hey, maybe I want to stay home a little bit more and be a studio painter.
0: Right. Well right. Or I I, well I don't have to be on the road all the time. I can tone it down, like you know, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's all about challenging yourself, you know, and, and uh, through those challenges, like understanding yourself better.
1: Right. There's a yin and a yang. Like sometimes right. you do want to spend months at home alone painting a masterpiece like you're doing. Right. And then you're like, you know what? I need some fresh air and I need to see something different, meet right. some new people and right. go out on the road. Right. But have that freedom and right. doing it because you really want to, right. not because you need to or something.
0: Right. right. And. You know, a lot of it was like, you know, it's FOMO and stuff too, you know, and it's like, you know, and a lot of it's like habitual too. It's like, oh, I've done this every year. So I'm going to, you know, keep doing it.
1: That's what I do. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: know, so it's like, and and it's like, and it is nice though too, you know, you see familiar faces, you see friends, you see family and and it's a beautiful thing, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Um, You know, but, you know, stepping away from it kind of showed you its value even more, you know what I'm saying? And I guess that's kind of like, you know through all this stuff you know i kind of have a greater respect and a greater um appreciation for everything that i do have you know um we don't take it, it for granted anymore cuz it could right. all go we, it oh, could i all was fight, i was 100% right? taking shit for granted before all this like you know i uh, i was you know just la di da you know what i'm saying and i i still am my whole shit is escapism you know my whole sh- shit is escapism you know uh escaping what um just reality in general uh just you know when you when you look at my art I, I you know i wanted to take you somewhere you know that's not here you know automatically you know what i'm saying and uh yeah i don't know what it's escaping of but i've always just been into um
1: you don't have to like
0: staycations
1: because i think you're so awesome and from the vibe that i get from you it's all blessed but you know, maybe it's not about escaping it, but it's as you say, it's vacation, like a vacation from your normal self into some even more majestic, magical right. fantasy land right. version of right. yourself. Because right. we're so interdimensional, we got so many versions on different planes. Right. So, right. might as well bring those forth. Um, I can resonate with what you're saying about like uh, revaluating what you want. Like, I'm, right now, I'm on the road, I'll be on the road for three months. And I'll still do a couple of festivals, the ones that still are rocking, but where I've changed is like I still want to paint murals, but for private homes. So I put up my prices, and now I just work for like a family painting their house, and it's a lot more calm. It seems like it has more purpose because. This family will keep it for the rest of their lives, and it means a lot to them. Some
0: punk on a skateboard is not going to come by and just fucking throw toss a tag up on it, or
1: perhaps, you know? or you know, or in the case of a festival, it doesn't get packed away in a box right. for like a whole year till the next year. They can be like, oh, we had Chris Dyer one year, and you know, for a weekend, and what does that all mean? So
0: yeah, and that's you know, that challenges the the, the concept of like, well, why are you making art? Like, is it is it to the process, for, is it for us the process of it? You know what I'm saying? Is it, or, or is it for it to be seen? Or is it, to, you know, to, to, to be, you know, what, what is the purpose? Like, it, just because it's put away in a closet or in a warehouse somewhere doesn't mean that it's not fulfilled its purpose, you know, right. with you and for the art itself, you right. know? The
1: act of creation could have been its meaning. I guess, right. like, when I observe it, it's like I'm using resources, wood, cans, paint, right. so for it to be dormant, for most of the year and only shine for one week, I was like, somebody put it somewhere where people can continue enjoying it throughout the year. Like let the medicine reach more people in, in this case. How, how, how often
0: have you seen the Mona Lisa?
1: I guess once, <laughs> it's, that's true. So,
0: so is it less valuable I because you've only seen Mona it? I wasn't true Mona Lisa, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Maybe it was the double. Was that Cage there?
0: No. Yeah, um, yeah what does so, that all you know, mean? I've never seen it. So it's like, does that mean it's not a valuable piece of art?
1: Right, you know. and and if it, it it like lives in the memories of the people who enjoyed it while it was created. That is timeless.
0: Right, right. Yeah. You know, and you know, and especially at the festivals, you know, your people are watching you. People are vibing. People are the process itself. You know, even from an art, another artist, like me, watching and live painting with other artists and, and understanding process that inspired me and helped me grow as an artist. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like. You know, you'll hear me talk about collaboration in and out because it is uh, it is art school. You know, it is it is better than any art college you can go to. Get with a group of artists and make shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Keep making shit.
1: Why, why else are we alive? Huh? Right,
0: right. You know, and it's literally what I love to do. You know, I mean, we used to fucking throw out huge pieces of pe- paper and fucking drink jungle juice, pass it around and just fill this shit in. Everyone, you know, would be 15 people just drawing on this... What's jungle juice? What is jungle juice? I don't know. Yeah, so it was. Use your imagination, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what the fuck it is, man. It would be, you know, basically, I would fucking put a bunch of fruit juice base, Uh chop up a pineapple fruit, a bunch of tasty shit, put a little ginger ale in there uh brew some mushroom tea throw that in there squirt some vials in there and shit you know and then just stir that bitch up with a little bit of rum and some fucking tequila oh my god and then we just pass that motherfucker around
1: whoa (laughs) can you go too far on that stuff
0: oh we'd have a great time (laughs) we have a great time but you know we you know i've Collaboration is what I do, man, yeah. and, you know, and a part of that is, uh, human experiments, you know what I'm saying? Experimenting, uh, having experiences with, with, with your brethren and sisters, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And like, that's, uh,
1: if, if you and me, like, we were going to collaborate at one point, we talked about it, but how do we go about it? Like, since we're not in the same city?
0: Well, I like to do shit inter- interpersonally, you know, I'd like to start something while you're here, honestly, you know, I have some blanks in the garage we can dig up, you know, um, I like to throw ideas back and forth. Maybe you can you sketch know. and find a concept. I like to sketch a lot, you know, I like to talk about things. Maybe, you know, something like I'll go on like, hey, what are you feeling right now? What are you thinking about? What you know, where is creatively where are you at? I'll take that, you know, kinda of share the same What's type of vibe. What's coming to me right
1: now? couple dudes kind of like you know when you like take a picture with another guy like kind of like putting your arm around the other but then the head kind of melts into each, it, itself like either on the brain or on the side and then your creature is like made out of all your like you know symbols or pop culture references and then I use my shapes and stuff and it, yeah about something it, like, it. like it doesn't have to be that but that's what's no, coming to me right now I like
0: now. it sharing them sharing the mind sharing the idea sharing the thought right. sharing the experience
1: oneness yeah yeah beautiful so you're telling me now you do more uh studio work so tell me about studio work you you before we started the interview you telling me you got very ambitious paintings for sale, as much as 100,000 bucks, which brought up other uh, the price of other of your paintings, then you got like commissions from clients who will come with a budget, and then you can be like, okay, for that I'll give you a couple months, and I'll do this piece about the Grateful Dead in this case. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, painting studio work and uh, this uh, phase of yourself.
0: Um, so right now I'm doing uh, a lot of uh, digital stuff, as well as some physical paintings um, I've been using the digital stuff to take the pressure off my physical paintings um, so I can have a little bit more time to do more in-depth projects um, you know so uh, and
1: what do you mean taking off the time like uh, like is it because maybe you need to just get a quick idea out, do it, right. because if you're only going to do one canvas for two months, maybe some of those ideas will fade away by the time you're done it?
0: Right, like the, in the amount of time that I – so I've probably done like probably 50 digital projects, 60 digital projects in the time I've been painting this. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the I can be way more patient with the high-end products and then have a more uh, obtainable – you know middle range priced digital project that you know still has legs and is still amazing art and is still fun and still like is fulfilling like we were talking about like why do we make it you know sometimes you just need to make it you know and it's right. just like oh this is just a funny idea you know and sometimes it's it just stays in the you know I, I sketch in blue so sometimes it just stays in the blue stage you know i just call it the blue stage you know where it's like just rough sketches you know and then you know don't even go to ink it in you know but Sometimes just that idea, you know, I got a sketch pad next to my bed, just to like, when I have a fucking idea, so I can get it down on paper and not have to, you know, look at the iPad or look at it, you know, I just get it down so I have it on paper and I can continue that thought later on, you know.
1: Do you do it on Procreate or what software yeah. do you yeah, use? Yeah, I
0: use Procreate. And I need to get a vector program, I need to start doing a vector, I just. Oh I hate vectors. I know.
1: <laughs> I just pay to and a,
0: screaming, and screaming. I just pay somebody to vectorize <laughs> too, it for me. Me too, it's like, me too. like, I don't
1: want to spend the two days no. pulling strings no. or whatnot. Yeah, no, it's a pain. It's um, a pain. So when you deliver a digital piece to a client per se, like you're just giving them a, a JPEG or an illustration yeah, file? Yeah, p- a PDF. And does the client print it or does products with it? Or is it like a licensing deal?
0: So I, uh, we settle that ahead of time. You know, sometimes it's um, something personal. A lot of times the digital stuff uh, tends to be for merchandising. Um, I do tons of merchandising for companies, other artists, um, what have you, you know, so... Can I ask um,
1: you what you charge for a graphic? For uh, digital a
0: stuff uh, starts around 3000 right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that, uh, that'll get you... Um, the image right now, my wait list is very extensive. I got a year and a half wait list right now. Wow. Amazing. uh, Yeah. So it's like, I've got quite the to do list, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, so you, um, but yeah, so it's like, uh, and we can set it up anyway. You know, a lot of times people will take the image and um, go crazy with it, you know, Just do tons of merchandising. All products it, you know. and you're
1: fine with it for the 3G. Yeah.
0: There, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a buddy uh, who invests in Heddy's who, you know, I designed a cat for him and he's kind of like designed his whole company around this right. cat. So he got you know?
1: a lot out of that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, he, you know, he's merchandising and um, and he's doing it right, you know. It depends um, on the
1: client on how much they milk it, you know. Right. They can really make the most out of it, or they can do one product and toss it, and right. that was their call. Right, and you know, and that
0: uh comes down to like people's own discipline and their own like business, how they do their business. You know, and I, I, I will help people. You know, I will you know tell people, hey, this is a, a good way to do things. This is not a good way to do things, and if they listen, they listen. If not. Yeah, you know, that's on them,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. but... Uh, so tell me about your art. Uh, as, I, as I was saying at the beginning of this uh, introduction to you, I see it like a psychedelic stoner pop art. Um, how do you see your art? What does it mean? What's its purpose? What are some of the messages you're trying to say through it?
0: Uh, so I used to describe my art as like, you, you know, how when you're younger, you'd spin around in the field and the clouds would just start going, like, all crazy, and you just fall over, just laughing. That's, like, how I tried to make my art. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, I I try to uh, re-invoke that, like, carefree childhood, you know, lots of colors, lots of good vibes, you know, lots of big smiles, lots of over-exaggeration. I'm not always, like, so, like, oh, this has to be drawn perfectly to look perfect you it's know there's a it, kind of
1: rough edge sketchiness to it yeah
0: it's 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 just like just raw dog sometimes like just not dirty though
2: you know? you know? <laughs> but like,
0: it's loose it, yeah.
2: like if you allow yourself
0: it, to like it's pull, authentic pull. it's authentic you know, you know that's
2: like, oh, <laughs> shit.
1: it's not uh, it's not like constipated
0: and i think that's why uh i'm not fully embraced it as like the sacred g artists you know spiritual shit because it's like it is kind of chaotic mm-hmm. you know and if you look around my house it's like it's a little chaotic you know what i'm well, saying like you know but it's creatively chaotic you well, know I'm What i'm the saying
1: too my apartment is very much like yours where things everywhere but it makes sense in my brain right. and really in the definitions of what is sacred or visionary art it doesn't have to be this like symmetric neat Calm, Shanti, Shanti, Om. Kind of play like a lot of times it is dude, though. Dude, a lot of times it is though. Sometimes, sometimes you go, go to them. those places and yeah. you're like really aligned to your higher self. You can go there, but from my psychedelic experiences. There's a lot of my head in the bucket, and that shit is not right. neat or clean right. in any respect. I'm a fucking mess. That's, the, that's the, the, the bottom side of the
0: shoe. <laughs>
1: right. It's the acceptance of like how much of a mess I am and loving myself for it, too. I am a mess, and fuck yeah, Chris, I love you for it, too.
0: Best mess you could be.
1: <laughs> right. Totally. So it seems like there's a lot of self-acceptance in the beauty of your messy or chaotic but yeah. also organized chaos organized you know, and yeah. orchestrated yeah. because there is a competition uh uh you know a nice distribution of the elements here and uh yeah to me it makes sense uh, it, it doesn't overwhelm me but my brain works a lot of, a lot of my homies are like
0: your heart gives me anxiety and i completely understand that yeah. you know I'm at, I'm at peace with that yeah. I, I i'm not trying to cater to those people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it, it will reach some, calm others. Right, right. I'm coming to the apartment and I'm just like absorbing it and just like <laughs> amazing, more things to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love it. That's um, what you're supposed to do here. Right. It's a visual playground, you know. And, and as I was saying before, it's very, uh has a lot of pop culture references, which I love because I grew up in the 80s. I love a lot of the same cultural background that you inject into your painting. So I appreciate it on that level too. So tell me about the pop culture aspect of it.
0: So I was like, kind of like neglected as far as television goes when I was a kid. Like I was very much a go outside and play family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which was great. Yeah. Um, really probably helped develop, you know, me as an artist and a free thinking person, you know, and I was just sitting there watching the box all day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like, like as a kid, I was like, this sucks, you know, I, you know, but looking back at it, it's like a, you know, that's probably for the better, you know, and it helped me become who I am. Um, but because of that, I kind of got the kid looking in the window of the candy store type of thing going where it's like, Oh my God, pop culture is amazing. You You know what I'm saying? And And like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) full swing, baby. Um, But you know, like I remember as, you know, as a kid with my little brother and my uncle and shit, like dancing in the movie theater after we saw Ninja Turtles and shit. And it was like, it was a, a, a truly euphoric, free, like we were fucking dancing to the theaters, like da, 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 you know, what I'm saying, like it was fucking awesome, you know. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, if, to take that with me, with my art everywhere I go, and to keep that, like, youthful joy and that carefree uh love in my heart is, is it's amazing, you know. And and portraying like, it the through inner my
1: child art. still alive, yeah, very much so thriving and thriving, you know, thriving, you know.
0: Thriving, you That's know? Um you know oh, really? um but yeah pop culture is, is is amazing and it's also something that even if you don't speak the language y- you know oh i know what that is like i've you know i've seen that or you know even if you don't know the grateful dead you know it's like oh shit like that's fucking cool like i don't know what that is but that's cool <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it's like you know it's it becomes like a language you know that's uh you know, almost universal.
1: It's like words that other people can understand, but you gotta kinda like be part of that culture in order right. to understand right. the specific language that right. you're sharing with. Um, in the case of the Grateful Dead, are you a deadhead? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I consider myself a deadhead. Yes. I love the Grateful Dead though,
0: and, I, and the Grateful Dead were a huge part of uh, me growing up. Uh, one of my first jobs was in a candy store, and the candy man, Bill Wakefield, RIP. He was a good one, man. Uh, Yeah. He was a huge deadhead. And he he literally let us dub his tapes. He had all the soundboard shit. And, you know, we'd listen to Grateful Dead Hour every week in Chicago, you know, every Sunday. And the dead were a very big part of me uh, kind of finding my own way. And, you know, like, growing up in Chicago and stuff, I never heard no shit like the Grateful Dead, man. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I'm saying? And I was like... You know, but Jerry was dead before, you know, I could ever go see him or whatever. I was too young. Um, but big into fish, you know, kind of found fish through that love, you know. And fish caught me off guard too. You know, my buddy just took me to the show, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like this is crazy. You know, just funky. You know, just purple and blue lights. Just like this is amazing. You know, uh, so music's always been a big, big part of uh, what I do and inspiration-wise, and like what how I spend my time, like. I'll be busy as shit, but I'll go make time to go see a show. You know, I'll go see string cheese and then leave right after the show to drive to go work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And miss the second night or third night, you know, cause I only have time for one night,
1: you know, but. Beautiful. Uh, Would you say the dead and that psychedelic rock culture is what led you into doing psychedelic art or was it smoking weed or both? Um, what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> So, my grandma's favorite memory w-
0: was me as a young, young kid drawing in the steam at the restaurant, drawing weird characters in the steam, and, and someone sent me a note over to the, our table saying, hey, keep up the good work. And, she, like, I don't remember that shit, but my grandma remembers it, and she used to tell me that story, and that shit, like, it's sometimes, some things are just meant to be, <laughs> you know? Um, God bless her, man.
1: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um so also related to pop culture is your uh Obsession, perhaps? <laughs> your no. collection, the collection of uh, action figures, which I myself collect action figures, so I'm just so stoked to come to your home and see what you got, and you're like the pro, like I got Ninja Turtles, but you got Ninja Turtles, you're like the pro, you got the, the old, the new, the repainted, uh, tell me about your um, OCD obsession <laughs> with uh, action figures and the Ninja Turtles turtles Um, that is your (laughs) goal here man
0: (laughs) so i am gonna i am gonna do a painting um and it's so a lot of my stuff is coil calls it trippy trash i call it melt tech (laughs) but uh it's gonna be a huge painting Uh of just crazy shit and i always paint turtles and shit anyways and stuff but I like to surround my stuff by by what I like, you know what I'm saying? So I got a lot of art, a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of turtles. Um but I don't know what the end goal is. NECA needs to stop making dope <laughs> shit. That's that that would probably help, but What's uh, in
1: that box down there? I think it's <laughs> that NECA box.
0: That's a, a Ninja Turtles tune. Diorama set up like that one. Wow. Like, but all specifically for the turtles.
1: Where are you going to put it? I, don't, I think you're renting why. That's
0: running. why we're working on the basement so we can build a turtle cave. Uh,
1: <laughs> are you renting this place or you bought yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'm renting this spot. Are you remodeling it? Just, or is it your landlord remodeling <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. Okay.
0: It was yeah. mandatory. It was mandatory. Okay. We you told him, hey, to
1: man, mandatory turtle we need basement. need the turtle cave,
0: man. It's part of it. Yeah. It's, it's all part of it. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> so beautiful. Um, Yeah, I love the Ninja Turtles. Uh, to me, it was my last toy of my childhood because by the time the turtles arrived like early 90s I was already like 12 and I was always like younger in my class in Peru and kids were already like turning into teenagers and I was still playing with toys oh, so, me, not, so yeah. my friends me are too. like you're still, still playing still with am. toys yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck you fucking kid yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm like but I just went to Miami and I bought this and yeah. i was so happy <laughs> like let don't let them cho- steal
0: your joy baby don't let them steal your joy right.
1: <laughs> But then the movies were you cool. You enjoy
0: it, you enjoy it, you know?
1: Yeah, like, at, at least Ninja Turtles transition with Vanilla Ice. So, like, it was cool to like Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice was it's in like, like, oh, now
0: y'all are back on the turtle train. Like like yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. the Torto yeah.
1: Ninjas once again, huh? That's what I was called in Spanish, La Tortu Ninjas. I thought it was such a geeky name. It's like, ah, oh, don't ruin the Ninja Turtles! Um, but, yeah, now I, I'll just, I just collect the old school ones. Um, yeah,
0: don't start with the neck of shit, they're too cool.
1: Yeah, they're and you—you cool. uh, you bought these huge ones, and you're commissioning me to paint one of the huge ones. Yes, so, it's going to be amazing. Uh, and yeah, I
0: want you to paint all four. Uh, Dead ass. Let's do it. Right.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. I, I, I should check you Vincent Gordon prices. You should. You should.
0: You should. Get, right. like, get like me, baby. Self. Self. Valuing yourself is like the first thing I teach an artist. Mm-hmm. Like you. You know. It's don't. You don't have your stuff. Doesn't have to be exp- expensive. It just has to be sustainable, so you can do what you need to do. Right. You know. And in to sustain your your art creatively and, and financially. You know.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, just from talking to you today, I'm already learning on how to, like, maybe price myself a little bit more. Value yourself. Be- you Value know, yourself. because I know what I offer is good. Absolutely. But You're then the I, man. I, you know, I'd be like, well, this is good enough for, but you know, and it's not about more money and more stuff. It's about being comfortable and relaxed. It's sustainable
0: and and earning. Earning your wage, man. Like you're, you've been doing this for years, bro. You know you're a you're a mecca in the community. Motherfuckers look up to you. People are, you know. I mean, it's like Thank you. you've paid your dues, bro. You know, and you know, hold yourself as such. You know, totally. I mean, Thank you. I appreciate you know, that. Yeah, you you deserve it, bro. You know.
1: Yeah, you're so nice, man, you, you know, don't make, don't get me started, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be an honor to paint you a, a turtle or a four, uh, <laughs> for me it's always about carving out the time and, yeah, and I uh, it. It, yeah, I got too much on my plate sometimes, and, but um, yeah, so, and, and, and that's all this vibe of like collaborations and, uh, and your loose style, I think one of the first places I saw your art before I met you was in Chicago itself. At the uh, grassroots gallery, because you were collaborating a lot with Aaron Brooks those yep, days. Yeah, Melty Bros. Yeah, Melty yep, Bros was yep, called. So yep. you were two, you know, big and strong dreadlock blunt smokers. <laughs> How was that collaboration? Is it continuing?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron's my little brother, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he, I'm proud of him, you know, and, uh, you know, we talked about collaborations for years before it actually happened and you know he you know he came he's like i'm ready i'm ready you know and you know i, I taught him everything i know
1: <laughs> you know nice. i love that
0: fucking kid Do, um, um is he you know,
1: he's around here still right yeah 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 he's local yeah
0: yeah we just celebrated his birthday at uh, the golf course and shit we were you know at the golf whatever how you call that shit but
1: uh yeah mini-putting
0: yeah, no, it's the one where you just stand on the thing and just drive the driving oh. range or whatever. The top top golf, top golf.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah. what's it called? We just shooting range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but golf. Mode? But uh,
0: yeah. So yeah, and uh, actually, we have uh, some pretty big Melty Bros news coming out. And when the, by the time this actually drops. It, motherfuckers will know
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. we'll, we'll we'll have our you know our our first next piece of the new wave coming out so yeah mm-hmm. the melty bros are coming back baby
1: <laughs> cool well congrats
0: yeah for sure got to get you in on one of these
1: yeah uh keep at me um i'm i like it's all about the time right like i just want to like not do something today so we can jam but as you know i'm releasing a board uh, later right. today okay. and then tomorrow i'm jumping here and there it's fucking time but you know what luckily I'm, I'm young and i can uh you know have more time to uh, achieve all the things i want to do before i die the
0: to-do list is, is extensive
1: right as, <laughs> as you know um can i have another drag of your uh marijuana cigarette
0: my man uh yeah literally I've been smoking fucking solo blunts to the head of fucking for years, man. Oh,
1: I'm sorry for disrupt that situation. No, it's good, very, man. very rasta of you. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next question is a little bit more um, less fun, but I always, you know, find it interesting to learn about other cultures. So you're American and you're black. African-American, is that um, the I'm actually the term?
0: Polish, bohemian, and black. I'm straight out of Chicago, baby. Right. <laughs> you know, i got a little bit of everything. i got, got a little native, got a little, uh, like, gypsy shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking, we out there, bro. Right, we're
1: well, good. we're all a mix of everything. At this point, we should stop caring because there's oneness. But the world cares, and sometimes I want to investigate more as to not be, like, an ignorant person who's like, Well, I'm a white dude, and I'm fine, so this stuff doesn't relate to me, Uh, and these days... You consider yourself
0: a white dude?
1: I (laughs) consider myself Latino. I feel Latino, but I look white, and you might be a gypsy, but you look black. So the world treats you as such. So my question is, how is it to be a black person in America, which is a country that's very intense out as race? Like, if you were black in Canada, totally different or in Africa or in Europe but what about America this very divided land with so many polarities of madness <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah what's the
1: experience
0: it's overwhelming to even think about bro <laughs> you know what I'm saying um, and I, this is the only experience I know so I, I I can't healthily compare it to anything else if that makes sense you know like I can't you know compare my life to any other life um, right. You don't have any you know. point
1: of comparison because you've only lived your own personal right. experience from right. the inside of
0: you. Um, I, I will say that being mixed and being light skinned, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've gotten it from all sides. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I have, you know, I had an aunt that went didn't go to my parents' wedding, and I had an aunt that called my mother a white bitch till the day she died. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, you know.
1: Is your mom white?
0: Yeah mm mm-hmm. yeah so
1: yeah do you think it's getting better in these days of blm <laughs> uh, or is, does that agree i'm getting more? better i'm
0: yeah. trying to make myself better
1: <laughs> you know? can i ask you where you stand in all of that like uh you don't for, have to I, I stand BLM. for love
0: i stand for love uh i rock with love heavy and uh uh, I have you know I've turned off the, the television as far as the news goes uh, for the last six months strong I haven't looked at no news no headlines not even John Oliver or, like Trevor Noah or any of the shit that you know normally I like laugh at and like is part of like the ha 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 you know like right. you know because I'm all about laughing and shit but it's right. just like
1: seems even uh, comedy has gone into out. a and I love perspective comedy, that, that I'm like You used to be funny and make fun of the bad guys. Now you're making jokes that kind of like I don't agree with and it's weirding me out. It's not
0: about agreeing with it. It's just beating the dead horse and shit and just like, you know, and I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah, I guess it's not agreeing. It's like, who are you attacking, or what are you attacking? Yeah, what is the point of this? You know, right. what
0: is the point of this? You know, just you know, like we were talking about before, like, what is the purpose of creating this art? You know, what is the what is the motivation behind this? What is the intention behind this? Like, you know, what is, and what is it doing for you? You know, right? Um, you know, uh, it was for my own mental health that I had to turn the news off. You know, what I'm saying it was it was just too money, overwhelming, unmanageable.
1: Situations. It pollutes you and it brings down your vibration. And if you want to move into a better world that's a higher vibration, I don't think we're going to reach it by, by letting other shirt. people tell us what the narrative is about and where we're going. They, their direction doesn't agree with my direction. I'm seeing a world of fucking enlightenment and bliss for every human being. And they're telling you like no, no, the love an
0: opportunity, you know. And these motherfuckers want to worry about the oppression and the fucking distress, and and it's it's real though, you know. I mean, it's like I said earlier, you know. Saying so the first, my first interaction with a cop was him framing me, you know, and, and taking me to jail just because he, the other two people I was with, he was taken to jail anyway. So and he wanted to take me too, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, I feel the way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I can't sit here and like. I can't chain that ball to my leg, because that's not going to do me no good.
1: You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't. You don't want to observe yourself in the way that other people will observe you. You want to just be who you are and break all those chains.
0: Ah, and that's you know, that's who I am, you know, and that's, you know, why I chose this art as a career, you know, I try. you know, I, I did lots of different things that I, you know, thought were right, you know, trying to work for corporations and shit and doing different stuff like that. and that didn't sit right with me, you know, this sits fucking perfect, you know, this is, this, is, this is my truest, authentic self that I can be, you know, and if motherfuckers want to rock with me, rock with me, you know, if not,
1: then well, you know, I love you anyways. Right, definitely, <laughs> you know, so friends come <laughs> yeah. and go, right. you know, that coming to Denver uh, on this time, usually I come to Denver and everybody loves me, because I'm Chris <laughs> Dyer and i have being in this fucking scene for like a minute, but then I had that situation between my shaman, my, my former shaman, my former student a couple of months ago, and a lot of people, you know, who were supposed to be friends, instead of coming to me on a personal note, they just kind of like publicly denounced me and threw me in the garbage as if our, our friendship meant nothing. You, on the other hand, you might have not even like agreed with some things I am might have said or not, but you're like, hey, Chris, my friend. And you first and foremost reached out and say like, yo, Chris, are you Okay. How can I support you? Would you like some perspective from my side of the fence? And I was like, yeah, let's talk, because 'cause I'm all about like learning about these issues. Like it seems like you have some experience with abuse and stuff. And oh yeah,
0: I mean like you know like I was saying, man, the herbs saved my life and shit. You know I grew up in a very very abusive uh, upbringing and just in general, you know lots of violence, lots of uh, not necessarily in my home, most of it was outside of my home. Um, mm-hmm you know um but yeah and in, in dealing with with that is uh in a healthy way is is tough it's tough you know i had therapy right before this shit, you know what i'm saying like i'm a big advocate of mental health and awareness and accountability and and finding the help you need to find peace and you know for me it's not oh i'm depressed and you know all this stuff and you know you're not I,
1: like taken as a victim you're just working with it
0: I, i'm i'm using it as a, a moment to decompress i live a very busy life i live i have a lot of my attention going a lot of different places and at least once a week i'm gonna take an hour to look inward and to do some mental maintenance and some interpersonal maintenance for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and you know, I think everyone could benefit from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, no matter what you're dealing with and what you've been through. You know what I'm saying? Um, making some time to, to reflect and to hold yourself accountable. You know what I'm saying? Um, is super important.
1: Right. Well, my point of what, what I brought up is that you were one of the persons who acted like a friend to me. Who, once again, might you agree or not with my approach or my process of uh, learning about any subject matter that I might have need more learning about you were there and hold space with uh, compassion communication understanding you gave me some time
0: I saw I saw you physically on the camera struggling to understand and to 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 process this horrible horrible thing you know what I'm saying and you know this the 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 amount of victims that are out there is insane you know and the only thing we could do is is hold these motherfuckers accountable hold their feet to the fire teach our fucking youth to be better teach our youth to to, to treat people with respect and to respect women and women to respect men and all humans to respect all humans and move forward because you know it's like it's it's an unapproachable Demon, like it's just, it's it's too, it's so big, you know. Uh, this damage that is out there, and the the amount of people that are hurt by this stuff, you know. And you know, as men, it's our responsibility to be empathetic, because we do have a lot of responsibility in this shit, you know. What I'm saying, and and we need to be allies, and we need to do our best to better ourselves and the ones around us, and in to not only hold each other accountable, but help each other grow to be better um because that's the only way any of us are gonna get better you know if i just sit on my balcony throwing rocks at motherfuckers talking shit how's that gonna fucking help you know what i'm saying like invite a motherfucker over let's talk man let's reason you know what i'm saying let's grow together you know let's let's try to understand this fucking crazy world that we're living in (laughs) you know what i'm saying and that's with all shit you know whether you know it's different political views or you know Anything. Get down and have a conversation. You know, talk. Let's talk to each other. Let's, let's try to understand each other and, and empathize with each other in a, in a real way, in a genuine way.
1: Right. Well, you know? it's, it's, I love your perspective, and that's what I would love to see in the world. And once again, I want to say that conversations like I had with you and hundreds to thousands of people during the last couple of months really taught me a lot about things that I didn't really know about because it wasn't part of my reality. And now I do know about it, and even though it's sad, now I know better you know how to go about it and you taught me about blue bench that you know i i'm gonna release a t-shirt to raise funds for yeah, that awesome. that awesome. community Yeah, and that's great we try our best you know yeah and all we can do is
0: live and learn you know and you know online's a scary place <laughs> you can't take that shit too seriously man you know what i'm saying and you put yourself out there bro you know what i'm saying like i don't do that shit you know what i'm saying so it's like it's something comes with you you know you have to understand that when you're putting yourself out there that that kind of comes with it and when you're a young artist push putting yourself out there and and trying to figure out how you're going to represent yourself as a career take these things into consideration and know that you know that public light this kind of shit comes with it you know and there are a lot of people that will think that they know you and that they, they think that you know they deserve to judge you or they deserve to, to comment on a situation that they know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that we're all trying to still understand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's wild, man. You
1: know, It's a tricky world for sure. So let's go back to art. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually,
0: we can actually transition through, because the, art therapy is, is, is a huge uh, outlet and a great outlet for for uh, all people, you know. Um, whether you know, uh, I have a coloring book, and like a big part of the coloring book is just just sit down and color a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're coloring for 20 minutes, you're. I guarantee you're not stressing about some other shit because you're fucking coloring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you have some other shit to, to, that you didn't need to deal with, you're done coloring. Take a little time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, art is medicine. Yeah, and like, in art therapy was was originally my draw. Mm-hmm. Even you know, what I'm saying like therapy like. I originally went to therapy as a kid because my parents found out I smoked weed, and they thought I was like some, some kind of crazy drug addict and shit. And the therapist was like, "No, he's just a interesting person <laughs> that smokes weed. He's a weird artist, you know." And mm-hmm. and, I, and so like, and I enjoyed talking to the therapist even then as a younger person, you know. um And so my draw to, towards that uh, drove me towards art therapy, but I don't like paperwork, so. This is, my movement is art therapy in a, disguised in, in a psychedelic fucking nutshell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's got to be your medicine one way or yeah, another. Yeah, yeah, And sharing it is medicine to others. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you teach the youth maybe at a workshop or just by answering a DM. All of it, all of it. Right. I've I've, I've uh,
0: mentored lots of, lots of younger artists, um, you know, who are very good friends of mine still to this day, uh-huh. you know, and, um, you know. Many, many, many people that, you know, I just try to help people be their best selves, you know, and just to realize their potential, you know. And
1: that's beautiful, man. You're yeah. a beautiful person. <laughs> Thank you for what you do.
0: I love you too, Chris, man. It takes one to know one, man. Uh, you know? <laughs> thanks,
1: man. Well, we're coming to the uh, last minutes of our show. Um, would you have any words of wisdom to the millions and millions of people who will be watching this? We,
0: haven't we not done enough already? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man. I just say just just love each other, man. You know, just let the butcher be the butcher, let the baker be the baker, you know, and just love every one of those motherfuckers, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a vegan, you gotta love the butcher. <laughs>
1: Right, totally. So, like let let in live and,
0: and let live. Right. Or was it
1: live and let die?
0: We're <laughs> yeah, the same, right? You live and you die. Right.
1: Well, thank you so much, Vincent. Yeah, I love you, brother. Woo! Thanks for much coming love. over, man. For thank sure. you. Yes, uh, and thank you, guys, our viewers, for watching this beautiful conversation. If you enjoyed it, please like, share, comment, and etc. Subscribe all those YouTube things or Spotify thing where you're listening to this and I love you and I'll see you next episode blessings this is Gordon.com baby (laughs) now today I am in Boulder Colorado very beautiful place in the mountains and I'm hanging out with my friend Morgan Mandala
2: it's more about the energy it's open it's energetic and it's uh, clear very clear Mm -hmm. so maybe a little shiny sparkly and bright colors or something but i'm not going for like like no i want to it's the energy of being light bright clean a little more open less
1: closed to people you're more purist version of yourself
2: exactly yeah Uh, like an elevated version of myself in a way just a slight up but we still try to no matter what like set an intention and have it be not just some recreational whatever type of experience because i do believe that you are kind of opening yourself up to the possibility of things that you don't understand um coming in you're in a vulnerable place so i think you have to kind of protect yourself when you're going into those vulnerable places with any psychedelic
1: so make sure to subscribe like and everything else big thanks and see you next week peace